What's up, everybody? This is John Neighbors, and this is the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. Be sure to subscribe to the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. And I want to say again, appreciate every one of you listening and subscribing. It has been an awesome takeoff of this podcast. Thousands of listens each day. I, I just can't tell you how awesome it is to see all of you listening to. So once again, appreciate it. Keep on sharing. Keep on listening. And we're going to continue to have fun here on the podcast. Also, reminder, I'm the host of The Morning Rush on ESPN Arkansas. And you can listen every weekday morning from 6 to 9 in the morning. Yeah, I know 6 o'clock's early, especially for a guy like me who's been a night owl his whole life. But I'm catching up. I'm starting to be able to adjust a little bit. But you can listen to the show at hitthatline.com where we also have great content, videos, articles, podcasts, everything. So be sure to check that out as well. So we're almost there, folks. We are almost there. Closer and closer, it seems like this week has best been dragging on when it comes to Arkansas finally playing their first game against against Eastern Illinois. Now, I could sit here on this podcast and break down all the positions across the board, the matchups between Arkansas and Eastern Illinois. We can get into philosophies and we can get into all the depth charts and who's going to do what and how they're going to match up and who's going to be successful in this, that, and the other. But if you know me, if you know my podcast and you know my social media, that's not really my style. Because here's the thing, especially early in this season, especially in the first game, we don't know diddly crap. All right. We don't know anything. I don't know anything. I can sit here and speculate. I can guess. I can guess as good as anybody. But I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know who's going to do what. And anybody that says that they know what's going to happen is lying to you. They're full of crap, too. So. I'm not going to do that. But what I am going to do is talk about the new beginning. Can you think of a time in Arkansas football history where there has been a newness, a beginning, a start, a refresher, a restart, rejuvenation, whatever it is, however you want to word it. Have you ever seen anything as new as what we're seeing this season, as what we're going into right now? You haven't, because it's never been done. Not only do you have a new coach in Chad Morris, but you have a new philosophy in what he's bringing. You have a new athletic director. You have a new quarterback. You have a new team. You have a new culture. You have a new excitement. And in a lot of ways, you have a new stadium to be playing these games in. Everything is new. And this is going to be one of the most important and memorable chapters in all of Razorback football history. It seems like that there's always been things that have been the same. Frank Broles was the athletic director for a very long time at Arkansas. You had coaches that have been around for a very long time. Tenured coaches. Coaches that came in and had a lot of success and some that didn't. I mean, that you had a lot of different things in that regard. You had a lot of different people coming through, but overall, the culture stayed the same. You had Jeff Long come in. He changed some things up. Some of them were good. Some of them were bad. But either way, it seemed like there was enough pieces from the previous regime, from the old times, from the old history that stayed around and that made the program continue to grow that everyone wanted it to grow as. But not anymore. Never. Never. Have you had so many 
new things going on at once in the football program. Never. And it's almost where you're looking around and you can't recognize anybody. It's almost like that you had been to your been going to your favorite bar for so long. And then you go away for a while. But when you come back, you, you look in there and no one's the same. There's a different bartender. There's different people there. Different workers, different name of this place, different administrators, different everything. It all seems so different. And that can be really exciting, but it also can be really scary. And it's a matter of what your perception is and how you're going to look at everything. I tend to lean forward excitement. But there's no doubt that this next chapter in Arkansas football history is going to be a very defining one. Because it's not like you have a lot of time, a lot of options. You have a program that is in desperate need of getting back to its winning ways. A program that's desperately needing to get back to something that they can be proud of, that you as fans can be proud of. And the way it was just a year ago was toxic. It was a bad deal all around. Jeff Long did a lot of great things, but he did a lot of bad things. Things that were detrimental to the program as a whole. Detrimental to the common fan. The common fans were forgotten. The Brett Bielema experiment was an absolute failure of epic proportions. And I don't care what anybody says, that's not an Arkansas problem, that's a Brett Bielema problem. It wasn't that Brett Bielema was a good coach, but Arkansas made him into a bad one. No, 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 no. Arkansas was a good program. Brett Bielema made Arkansas into a bad program had nothing to do with anything else other than that so what about the rest of it well you had some some situations in the program and on the team that weren't good that were in the administration that weren't good it was all coming to a epic disaster dumpster fire and it was closing in fast and i think that the one thing that you had to look at and really see how low you all were how bad everything was is when you look at that last game against Missouri, the very last game of the season, senior night, where there was maybe 20,000 people in the stands. I've been a Razorback fan a long time, folks. I've been to game. I've only missed one game since 1997. And never in my life, I don't care how bad things got, never in my life have I ever seen anything as sad and depressing as what I saw in the end of last year. And so what happened? Changes were made. Rightfully made. Deservingly made. And now here we are. Everything's new. You want to change, I want to change, and we got change. Everything has changed. And I'm curious to see how it's going to change for the better, for the same or for the worse. I like everything that I've seen so far. I like the fans' reactions and the welcoming of Chad Morris. I like seeing the type of philosophy being put into place. I like what Hunter Juracek has brought so far. It's, it's kind of hard to tell because it's not like he's done a whole lot. He hasn't been here long enough to do a whole lot, but he hasn't done anything stupid. So <laughs> I guess give him kudos for that. I like what the way the new stadium looks. I like everything. It's it's I know, you know, obviously you're not excited about everything just yet cuz you haven't won any games, but I like it. 
I like the I like the changes that were made, the necessary changes that were made. So now it's about going and moving on to this next chapter. I have alluded to a lot on my show, The Morning Rush, and on this podcast, even just in the past few days, of looking back on things. Back on things that nobody wants to know, remember or know about or hear about. All of that. All of you want to put last year and the last coach, Brett Bielma, and the last athletic director, Jeff Long, you want to put it all behind you. Because you know that that's not what Arkansas athletics is about. You know that's not what Arkansas football is all about. That was an embarrassment and a humiliation, and that will not be tolerated. And it wasn't tolerated as they all lost their jobs. It's about getting back to the winning ways. Failure is not an option in Arkansas. Mediocrity should not be accepted. It's a program that can be proud. Not saying to win national championships or SEC championships or anything like that. But it's a program that you can look at and look at the success that it brings in, the excitement, the fanhood, everything going into it piece by piece. It's all important. And I hope that the new administration does not forget the common fan. I hope that this new coaching staff knows and does not forget what Arkansas football is about in a winning way and in a prideful way. I hope that, all, that they all learned and they all see what not to do by the previous administration and coaching staff. They saw that, they at least knew about it, and they won't let it get back to that again. They're going to mix it up, and they're going to make it into a better program. They're going to make Arkansas football great again, to borrow it from the President of the United States, Donald Trump. They need to make it great again, and you need to make it great again. You want to be excited about it. You want to be proud of it. It's going to take time, but I love the newness of it all. It's like a breath of fresh air. It's like that first time you open up a Coke and you hear the crack of it and you take the first sip that's so cold and it kills you in your throat. Man, it tastes good. But as good as it may taste, you still got to wait and see. And I understand you're cautiously optimistic. I am too. But the newness, don't be scared of it. Embrace it protect it because it will make you proud one day i promise you that so eastern illinois coming up just in depending on when you listen to this podcast might be even less than 24 hours but we're almost there and this is going to be something that i think a lot of fans are going to finally be able to see something of substance that they can say hey i like that hey i like that player he looks good you're not going to have boneheaded moves. You're not going to have Brett Beam on the sidelines looking like, you know, he doesn't know which way is up. You're not going to have those things. At least you certainly hope so. We need, we need in the media business, we need something to talk about that's positive too. I don't ever want to, I don't want to look back ever again at the previous regime, ever. I want to look forward to what Chad Morris and his staff is going to bring to Arkansas. Let's just hope they can bring something to you this year to keep you interested, to keep you entertained, and most importantly, to make you proud. The wait is nearly over, folks. Football is almost here, and that means it's fantasy football season. And FanDuel 
has never been more fun or easier to play. If you're not a fantasy expert, then FanDuel is clearly the best place to play. FanDuel has something everyone can do, and there are more ways to win than ever before. If you don't believe me, how's this sound? This season, FanDuel is running a free $250,000 Survivor Contest. This is the biggest free Survivor Contest ever, and here's how it works. You pick one team to win each week, and you can't reuse that team again for the rest of the season. This locks before week one, so don't miss your chance and sign up now. On my experience with FanDuel, listen, I'm not a big fantasy guy, and you've heard me talk about it. It's fine if you are, but I don't want to hear about your team. I don't care. I really don't. I don't care about what trades you made. I don't care about what the loser has to do. I don't care. But the great thing about FanDuel is that it has different things that I can do where I don't have to hear about your stupid teams and your stupid trades. I don't have to hear about any of that stuff. If you go to FanDuel and play with me there, we can talk about legit stuff, fun stuff, stuff that doesn't bore you to death. FanDuel has that, and that's what it's all about. To get into that free $250,000 Survivor Contest, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Plus, new users get a $20 bonus when they make their first deposit on FanDuel. Come play with me today at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. So moving on to the next segment, I know I talked a little bit about this yesterday in the yesterday's podcast, at least about the uniforms and the all white uniforms and what the clean look that it has for the Razorbacks. And I I just want to clarify some comments because I had some people tweeting at me and I don't think they fully understand what I was trying to say. I'm not saying that the Razorback uniforms look bad in previous years or that they shouldn't be used or at least used in the way that they did in previous years. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I was saying is that Arkansas does not have any uniforms of tradition besides the Razorback on the side of the helmet. There is nothing about them that is unique at all. I'm sorry. That's the way it is. And if I was Chad Morris, I'm going to find all the coolest, unique ways to have a great look and different looks and clean looks that can really pay it, get people's attention, that can really excite recruits, excite players, and give people something to look at and say, all right, I like this, I love this. Make it cool, make it crazy. Just remember to always put the razor back on at first. Why not? In fact, I know for a fact, people, this is something that I know for a fact, that Nike approached the university just about four or five years ago, and when Brett Bielma's head coach, they wanted to make Arkansas the, quote, Oregon of the South, where basically Arkansas would have so many different combinations and experiments with their uniforms. Brett Bielma didn't want that. I think that was kind of dumb. I thought it would have been cool to see different looks for Arkansas. Now, some of you are on Twitter and been tweeting at me and says, like, you took our traditions, da 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 da. Folks, that's not, it's not taking anyone's traditions. You can't take a tradition that's not there. It never existed. So, for all of you that are old, people that are yelling at the clouds because you're mad at them like go away okay just if they win in those uniforms if they feel like they play better in those uniforms then i'm all for them whatever makes as long as they look good because there's ways that you can make the uniforms look like crap like those gradient uniforms they had early in uh, i guess it was the john l smith year where you couldn't tell whose numbers was whose yeah that was stupid don't have uniforms like that but have a clean look and i think the all white uniforms they're a very clean look and if the players love them let them wear them. But I think that if Arkansas had another opportunity to make themselves the organ of the South when it comes to uniform combinations, let them do it. I'm all for it. It'd be so cool. And you could really get the attention of people in talking about your uniforms. 
Why not? Why not? You're not the one, you're not the classic ones like Bama has or Auburn or Georgia, LSU, Texas A&M. Those are all the same boring uniforms every time. Mix it up a little bit. Let Arkansas be that team. I'd be for it, but just you know, keep the colors, keep the hog. Everything else, mix it up a little bit. Maybe I'm wrong in that. But I wanted to clarify those comments because a lot of people were coming after me. I had I loved Arkansas's uniforms in, in certain times. I felt like the uniforms, of course, again, in 2006 were great. I thought the uniforms in 2010 when Arkansas was going to the Sugar Bowl, I thought those were really good-looking uniforms, even in 2011. Uh, the ones in the early 2000s, about 2003, uh, the year that Arkansas beat Texas down in Austin and had Cedric Cobbs and Matt Jones with that little red stripe coming up. I thought those were clean looking ones, but there were uniforms I didn't like. Like I just mentioned, the 2013 or 2012-2013 uniforms, wasn't a fan. The 2009 uniforms, I wasn't a fan. I mean, it is possible to make it to where I wasn't a fan of those uniforms, but mixing them up is not always a bad thing. I'll be curious to see how Chad Morris is going to handle the uniforms. It might be something where every single game, you never know. You never know what they're going to look like. Are they going to have anthracite? Are they going to have black? Ooh, triggering all the old heads. Could you even imagine? No. I, I hope, I pray, I wish that they would just be able to do things like that and say, screw everybody else. Who cares? Let's have fun with it. Just roll with it. I like it. It gets him hyped up. It gets me hyped up. And Chad Morris is a genius. He knows in the ways of to get people excited. Because in this first game, as we talked about, the excitement's not there. It's just not. Chad Morris knows that. So what's he got to do? He's got to find ways to make it exciting. He's got to find ways to get people pumped up in various ways. It doesn't have to be perfect. But it does have to be something that fans can be least looking forward to looking forward to seeing the stadium looking forward to seeing the new offense looking forward to the new uniforms looking forward to everything i guess i should have used that in the previous segment forgot even that you have new uniforms everything's new so give chad morris credit let him roll with it i'm all for it and i hope that everybody is too and for all you old geezers out there that are triggered by this piss off seriously you know, ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice. And usually it's on what the team to bet on this week. There's going to be a lot of great bets coming into this weekend for a lot of games. And the truth is, though, I don't know who's going to win. But if you think you know, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. And that's why I always tell my people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys, they are the best bet this season. They've been in business for years and they have great reviews online and their mobile site is very easy to use. You can lay down some cash and win big today. I would only recommend this service to my listeners because you guys have been so good to me. And that's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie because when you win, they pay. You don't have to wait a long time, just a business day or two, you get paid. That's all it takes to have in-game live betting and the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, we talked about fantasy. I'm not a big fantasy guy, but if you're a fantasy guy, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. They got it all. Join now and MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. 100% up to $1,000. So all you got to do is use promo code ONCOLLEGE to activate your offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code ONCOLLEGE when creating your account to claim your bonus. When you play, you win, you get paid with my bookie. You are locked on Sooners. 
Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, the final segment that we're going to use today is going to be something I want to rant a little bit about, and I can't be all sunshine and rainbows on this podcast. But if, in case you haven't heard or if you haven't been on social media or anything like that, you'll know that on Friday at 1 p.m., there is the biggest hog call of all time. I don't know the exact title of it, but basically the University of Arkansas has put out these press releases and these emails and trying to get everybody at 1 p.m., Exactly tomorrow, which I'm assuming Central Time, and to go out and call the Hogs. It's a campus event. A lot of cases, you got faculty, you got staff going out there, you got players. It's going to be on campus. It's going to be where in your workplace, whatever. But anyways, the university wants everybody to call the Hogs at 1 p.m. on Friday. I, I'm not, you know, I, I'm not getting down with that. Listen. I appreciate the University of Arkansas trying new things. I really do. And for someone who I like, I have a little old school in me, but I like a little new tradition too. I think that it's a valiant effort in trying. But to me, the hog call is spontaneous. It's something that just needs to happen, that people know when it needs to happen and they make it happen when they need to make it happen. And what I mean by that is there's nothing more irritating or awkward for me or to me then if you're sitting at a restaurant or sitting wherever watching a game and Arkansas is losing or Arkansas hasn't played well, and then you have the bros out there that say, hey, everybody, don't be all down. Let's stand up and call those hogs. Sit down. No. I'm not calling the hogs when the team's sucking. I'll call them when things are going good. But it just seems so forced when it's like, you know, no, no, we have to do it to try to get everybody back and excited again. That's not what the hog call is about, folks. The hog call is about spontaneous, exciting, big time, making it happen, about momentum, about emotion, it's about passion. And you can't really show that passion or at least translate it into the ways that you want it to be if you're doing it in a very scripted, organized way. The only time the hog call is really scripted is when the kickoff happens. Of course, when you know you say woo, and then once the ball is actually kicked, you say pig suey. That's as scripted as it gets right there. But the rest of the times, it's when people are making big-time plays. Sometimes you may have a, the announcer over the PA say, hey, let's stand up and call those hogs for Darren McFadden, who's coming to the game. Okay, that's cool. That's fine. And you get that if it's like a former player. But to just have it to where, hey, let's do it. Why? You got to have a reason why. Let me put it that let me let me rephrase that. You have to have a good reason why. You can make up a reason, but you gotta have a good reason why to call the hogs. Now maybe I'm starting to sound like the old man yelling at clouds right now, but I just I just don't like that. I don't I don't like it to where it because it seems like the people putting this together don't really understand what it's about. That's and it's not about that. It's not about everybody coming together and doing it just for the sake of doing it. No, that's that's not the case. This needs to be something that is organic, that just happens, that people feel it, and when they feel it, they make it happen. It makes It's what makes it better. It doesn't water it down. If you And if Arkansas wants stuff that they can do among the public, I still think Brett Bielma, one of only the ideas that he had, he had some stupid ideas, a.k.a. throwing the A, stupid ideas, but the one idea that I really liked from him that he tried to utilize, but for whatever reason it was nixed, was whoop egg. Just whoop egg. And similar of Roll Tide or War Eagle, whatever it is. 
Woo pig. What's wrong with that? Can we get that to come back? Can we start saying that again? Just in common conversation? Hey, you know, old Johnson over here. Yeah, Johnson, he's getting a divorce. <laughs> Woo pig, man. You know, just do something like that. I think it'd be, I think it needs to catch on. I think it needs to be stronger. Woo pig. Bring Woo pig. Quick. Only two O's. None of this three O crap. Two O's. Woo pig. That's how it needs to be done. Let's do that first. Hawk calls. Leave that to the games. Leave that to the exciting moments. Not something that's just scripted on campus. All right. Is that is I guess that's enough of my bitching and moaning today. Until until at least the next podcast, where I'll fi- probably find something else to really yell at everybody about. Well, appreciate everybody listening into the podcast today. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. We're also on Stitcher. We're on Google Play. We're all over the place, folks. So be sure to check it out. We're going to be on Spotify soon. So any place that you need to find a podcast, we're going to be on it. And I love it because the more ways we can find a way to connect with you, I will be the better. I'm also opening up a voicemail. That's right. If you guys remember from my old podcast I did, and I'm doing it again, basically where you just call the number 68274-ROWDY. That's 682-747-6939. You call that phone number, it'll leave you straight to a voicemail. You leave a voicemail, and it'll get played back on the podcast. It should be a lot of fun. I can't wait. And remember, it's not FCC regulated, so if you want to drop some bombs, if you want to really get after me and tear me a new one, that's fine. I'm not going to regulate it. Let's just make it happen. It should be a lot of fun. So be sure to take advantage of that as well. Appreciate everybody listening in. Same podcast time, same podcast channel. Tomorrow afternoon, have a great night, everybody. We will see you then. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 